Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts. Man, we're, I'm excited. We're here to talk about No Time to Die. Are you guys familiar with uh, James Bond? Is this something you guys are familiar with? Uh, he's British, right? Yes. Uh, <laughs> but but Daniel Craig is actually a U.S. citizen. So. Oh, he is. Uh, That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. But he's, oh. but he's British. Yeah, yeah, British. He is. Uh, PJ, uh, <laughs> Canadian. Do you guys, do, do Canadians Canadian. know who? I know. Do Canadians yeah. know who James Bond is? Yeah, of I course. Didn't. It's the largest franchise in movie history. <laughs> <laughs> right? 25 movies. Twenty. That's this is the lot. 25th Bond film. Um, this is... It, I don't even know what to call this. This isn't, isn't a franchise. This is like a... 25. I know, I know that's a lot of movies. I don't know man. what you it's, would it's, call it, that. An ongoing... Uh, you know, I'd call that a really big series. <laughs> yeah, I mean... Never and, ending. And, uh, and we're not talking about like seasons. This is no. feature films. Like this is like spanning. Uh, I don't know the amount of years. Um, it's like Doctor uh, Who. Yeah, yeah. You know that's a good comparison. <laughs> I think Doctor Who might be a, uh, an apt comparison. Um, the longevity of something like this. Um, yeah. It's inc- it's pretty incredible. Ian Fleming uh, in Jamaica. And had this brilliant idea of this spy uh, in the Cold War, this British Secret Service agent, and uh, he wrote Casino Royale, and, and that, oh, and so that, the rest of his history. So, um, this is Daniel Craig's final outing as uh, 007, <laughs> as James Bond. <laughs> I, I, you know, I wonder how I much think... money they threw at him to get him to come back. They money. say he yeah. turned down to 100 million for two films. Then he denied that. 150. I mean, like, seriously, that much money because you can just regurgitate some lines that somebody wrote? I just don't get that amount of money, man. I mean, it looks great. The production value is insane. It's just, it's a gorgeous movie. I'd be honored to work on it. I stopped watching James Bond a long time ago. They just, they never bring really? anything new. What's it's the just last the same. One you saw? Oh my God. I don't even know if I, I, I think really? I saw the first Craig guy, his first one, and I never watched since. Hmm. I just I lost interest a long time ago. It just never like it's 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 like I'm waiting for somebody to do something completely different like like what's his face did with Star Trek. I, I want it mm-hmm. I want somebody to reinvent it or something. That said, you know, it's still a good movie. If you like that kind of stuff, you're going to enjoy that. You're going to um, everything about it is done top notch. It's got mm-hmm. top notch people involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shot this on 65 millimeter IMAX film, so it's just—it's going to be, you know, like film porn. No, well, not really. It's, it's like porn. it's, but it's—it's just—it's those those highlights and those details in the blacks are going to be insane. It's going to look gorgeous. Like if you watch this on television, it's a waste of time. Like you got to go to the movie theater to see this and to appreciate that 65 millimeter footage mm-hmm. and you know and if you like the, you know it's the first time an american directed it's it's yeah you know it's 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 film history but does it turn me turn my crank to go watch it mm. it looks like every other james bond trailer it fell short right. for you yeah hmm. but yeah, I'm, I'm going in there with a biased opinion of, of boredom mm. 
of, of the franchise. Like, you're just, just tired of Bond. It's yeah. just 25 of them, and, you know, mm-hmm. I'm like, they're, they're, uh, what, what, what did you see in that trailer that was different? What, what shot was different than any, that's why I said made the Mission Impossible joke. It's just like, even the music beats and the, the way it's done was the same. Like, what mm-hmm. did you see in that trailer made me go, oh my God, nothing. It's just the same stuff. Yeah, that's Look true. And I, but I feel like they were also playing to the nostalgia of James Bond here. They put a lot in from mm-hmm. the older films. They, they put in the Aston Martin with, like, the, the big machine guns in, in, in the lights. Like, they're really kind of paying homage to the history of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the heritage of James Bond, maybe. Yeah. Um, but if you've never seen those films before, that's all lost on you. And sometimes I do, th- I do feel like that's such a nice nod to people who've been a fan of the series. The same with the Spider-Man trailer when we were discussing this. When they were inserting things from the older films. If you hadn't seen that, lost on you. Still cool, but lost on you. Um, so this, I think, is a nice nod to the fans of James Bond films that will always watch a James Bond film. No matter yes. what it comes out like, no matter mm-hmm. who's the Bond, like they'll always watch it. So I, f- I feel like this yeah. is a cool... Uh, fan, not a, like not a fan-made one. Do you know what I mean? Like, not it's not for the fans. I think it's just a cool mm-hmm. nod to them. I don't know what that what the original phrasing was on that. I think Drew, you had good phrasing when we were talking about the Snyder Cut um, film. A no, fan yeah. something. I can't remember what <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. I don't. I mean, I don't know if this is made for. Fa- I mean, Bond has always been able to. I think what makes it such an enduring franchise is that it's always able to speak to a larger audience because. The character is is sort of like is locked into this world of like Cold War, right? This idea that there's evil out there, and you know, there's there's like a guy like James Bond who's who's dapper, he's he's sexy, he's he, he's got a license to kill, he's charming, uh, and he's he's able to go on these adventures and, and and live a life that like a lot of us are aren't able to and still save the world you know he can still have the martini shaken that stirred mm-hmm. still gets the girl at the end of the day you know it's sort of this like um it's almost old hollywood if you think about it this sort of type of hero mm-hmm. um that exists and it's sort of holding on to that in a way which is it's 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 really fascinating and i and i think it'll it, it's going to continue to thrive because I think we'll always need this kind of character in the world, right? You know what I'm saying? In, in film, right? And I don't know if it needs to be reinvented. I think Casino Royale was probably the boldest reinvention of the character that Daniel Craig brought to it, which I was, it, mm-hmm. it made him a vulnerable hero and it made him more of an ass kicker than a, like a gun killer, right? Like yeah. he, he rarely uses a gun in that film and the original movie, like Casino Royale, he's more of a, he punches people to death. Basically he's more like Joel in last of us. Um, you know, and, and they kind of carry that into this movie where he's, he's continuing to kind of carry a lot of weight, right? Like he's got this, it, 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 there's a lot of drama here, right? You know, in the Mm -hmm. last films, like with him and her, her, her death and his love life is a big part of like all of these stories, Madeline Swan. And that, mm-hmm. that that's never been like the, the case with Bond. He's always been more separated from the women, you know, like mm-hmm. more like conquests rather than the closeness. So it's this is more of a this is actually a reinvention if you think about it. So no. I don't know. Not a no? reinvention. How's the reinvention? You just said it was all like the old stuff. The, how does that... the archetype of I said, like this I said hero. it was like playing Oh my wife. Hi. <laughs> come on in give us your thoughts on james bond what do you think <laughs> yeah i i hear you drew and it's exactly why people are going to watch it and why people like it but again i think it speaks to the hollywood not being able to 
tap the people with the new creative ideas and take a risk on stuff they look at. They sit in a meeting room with, and they go, listen, this is a multi-billion dollar franchise. What's next? And they just, you know, get the, they have the money to pay the people. And that's why you get a quality looking product. But I just think that there's room for new stories and, 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 and new directions can be made. And I don't think that Hollywood has the balls to pull it off. It takes independent filmmakers or somebody that gets the chance to step out and, and go carp launch with something, which is rare. And that's how you get new and interesting things made. And I, and yeah. this just, just tired trope for me. I think that's coming though. Like, I think that like, I think even uh, Craig was feeling that himself. Like Daniel Craig, I think was feeling that himself with this. And there's like, it's too much of the same a little bit and felt like he couldn't go anywhere with the character, but he was contracted for this film. And I think ultimately reluctantly did this. Feel free to correct me in chat or comments. Um, but I, I, I believe that that was the case and this is going to be his last film. And then they are definitely talking about a full re mm -hmm. like facial reconstruction of the Bond series. Where that's it a, needs a it. female a Bond, an Asian Bond, a, uh, an African Bond, whoever that is. And I'm like, yeah, I, mm -hmm. I think that's great because we have totally surpassed this, right? Like we've, su we've surpassed what Bond is supposed to have been, which was this blonde-haired, blue-eyed... Um, spy with a license to kill. My cat's going to come into frame. Sorry. Hi, kitty. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that tail is amazing. Right in front of your face. I did, uh, I did warn you. Um, yeah, so I, I think like that is definitely coming and I think it's going to be a really controversial, like pivotal change in the Bond world. A lot of people are going to like it or they're going to hate it. Um, mm -hmm. but I, I think it's true. I think you're nostalgic at heart. I think you love Whoa. the older things. You I mean, love, there's something about You love to go back and, and like you're, you're, you, it's a thing for you. Well, and I think it's a thing. I think it's a thing for a lot of people. I mean, there's when you see the car with the cool gadgets mm -hmm. and the guns that pop out and the smoke screen, there's a part of everyone, and, and not maybe not everyone, but people who grew up watching James Bond. That's like finally we get the cool car with the cool mm -hmm. gadgets. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's something about watching like uh, Sean Connery don the jetpack. You know what I'm saying? Like for the first time, or like the underwater car and thunder and mm -hmm. thunderball. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, yeah, and, and you're cool just, gadgets. yeah, you know, or the watch with the laser on it that Pierce Brosnan mm -hmm. brought in, you know, so, so great, yeah. every Bond sort of Where's that in this movie? Well, see, that's the thing. The cool car the... with the guns in it, and I'm sure that there right. will be, because we did see Q, which is basically his Q. Um, yeah. So there's definitely going to be some cool looking gadgets. And the freaking plane mm -hmm. that, like, dropped out of another plane and then just was like, yeah. Soup. Like a bird, I was yeah. like, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's pretty yeah. Awesome. I don't know how and then there's, that there's is. A shot, there's a shot. There's a shot where you see that plane. What looks like that plane go underwater and become a submersible. So ah, yes. uh -huh. there, there is like there is some nods to kind of the older, the older ideas of like there's some cool tech, but again, these are this is a really grounded Bond, like mm -hmm. a more this is a more real version. It looks like, like where Roger Moore kind of like they were in space and shooting lasers. I know he went to space yeah. Moonraker, right? Yeah, Is it yeah. Moonraker yeah, goes yeah. To space. And those those were a little campy, but they were still fun. You know, they were still a good time. And oh, I yeah, think the older ones. I, I watch the older mm -hmm. ones. I like the older ones. I'm just saying yeah. it's it's played. This is played. You got to. It's time to step up. Do something different. I agree. Yeah, but I agree. how different though? Because at some essence, it's sort of like like. Let, go back to Doctor Who. If you if you got rid of the TARDIS, is Doctor Who Doctor Who anymore? Right, so if you got rid of like 
the P the Walter PPK. Yeah. Uh, if you got rid of Q, if you got rid of M, if you got rid of mm -hmm. um, Money Penny, is it mm -hmm. still James Bond? You know, like how 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 much can you reinvent this? You know, other sure. than making making the stories more about modern day ideals and modern day problems. Like so, a big a big thing is that uh, Sam Raimi's playing a character that might end up becoming Doctor No. So that's like a like a theory that's out there because. You have uh, Blofeld, who yes, uh, yeah. from the from Spectre. So Blofeld mm -hmm. was the head of Spectre, um, which, by the way, you were channeling your inner Blofeld with the cat on your lap. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. Lap. Well, we're uh, saying that though, Drew. What if they took that angle, like just like Disney did with all its villains, where yeah. Disney took the villains and tried to personify them and give them a better origin story? What if they went and did that with James Bond and make James Bond sort of a secondary character in all of this? Because oh, we've seen him do everything. Cool. Like, what if we went into the origin stories of... Because the old Bonds had better villains in my mind. The, as you got older, the, the, the new villains were just kind of like, just as bad guy could be. But Dr. No and those other ones, they, had, they were different villains for their time. Mm -hmm. Give me the origin stories of those guys. That'd be mm -hmm. cool. Yeah, I'd like I to see a villain story. To do cool. that, though. And, and, and that's what's interesting about this film. It's, this is Daniel Craig, the, his films as five films are sort of have an arc and this is supposed to wrap up that arc mm. so that's fascinating because that's never been done before in like a bond franchise and i'm not sure it's done it was done really well right it's kind of we go back we talk about this before like the difference between how marvel has done their franchise versus like star wars where it's like mm. like marvel came in with like a plan right and like an arc that they wanted to tell ahead of time right where i feel like these the bond franchise has sort of evolved and they sort of like piecemealing the arc together as it moves along based on the director that's involved and whatnot. So I'm not sure it's going to be successful in having like a, that through line that we all like the specter through line with Blofeld mm. and, and, you know, going all the way back to Casino Royale and like that guy was working in quantum of solace. They were all working for Blofeld and specter. The last film was all about specter. This film's about wrapping up mm -hmm. that story and how he, how bond is like a centerpiece of what's happening with specter. So, mm -hmm. I, you know, again, I'm, I'm getting really like in the weeds on yeah, it. Yeah, you haven't convinced me. You haven't convinced no, me. No, I know. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of people are picking up on that. So if you're a big Bond head, it's kind of like, oh, cool. There's a lot to dig into here. Yeah. But if you're just going for a fun action movie, I'm not sure. I'm not sure it's there, right? I think Mission Impossible has been doing a better job at making fun action spy spy movies than James mm -hmm. Bond has in recent years. Mm -hmm. That's I fair. Agree. Thanks for the suit. What about you, Ste uh, Steph? Oh. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat, like, in between, like, PJ and Drew a little bit. Like, I okay. feel like it's been done so much that there, I do agree, like, I think that there is something that they need to do different. Mm -hmm. Because it's always, like, the good guy, the bad guy, the bad guy's always living in some concrete, barren, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. lair, you know? Mm -hmm. And there is something, like, I mean, we we've been rewatching like a lot of the Sean Connery James Bond movies and there is something nice about those movies mm -hmm. everything like just down to the detail and like even the cool little like robots like everything now is so polished and like sexy looking like but like there's something about like some of the gadgets even like it just looks kind of quirky a little bit like it's just different like and so I think for me I like where, like, these, like, Daniel Craig films have gone, like, emotionally, and just, like, how it's changed James Bond, but I'm also kind of, like, do we need more James Bonds? Like, do we need to, like, continue sure. it? 
or no, you know does it does it end like it's had a good run do we Kill have him. to I mean, I mean, I mean, well, let's let's hold on a second, okay? It's it's, it's kind of like, okay, do we need another James Bond? It's like, hey, studio, do you like making money? I mean, well, I mean, what do you yeah, think here? Yeah, and they're gonna air, they're gonna air on the making money. James every Bond time. are gonna do, of course they are, because you will always go see a James Bond film, because people are diehard mm -hmm. James Bond fans, no matter what the movie. The movie could yeah. be the worst James Bond those, ever, but they've still watched still it go. five times. Yeah, they those, still have. Those books, those books were popular in the 60s. They were. Mm -hmm. Incredibly They were very big. Uh, books were and, and to be fair, mm -hmm. I mean, there's been some bad James Bond films, but they still, <laughs> they're still fun, right? They're still okay. Yeah, and they yeah. do great foreign. They do, they do right. huge foreign yeah. sales. I like PJ. I like your idea of like turning it around to like the villain. Oh yeah, do the villain. <laughs> I think that would be a new way to re re like revitalize it and give it something different. Is show this different angle. Like so, like Bond's there, but he's not always. Like and you're seeing it. Sorry, I was gonna say I, I love that idea. I would just love to have like a really good, like a badass movie that you have no idea is a James Bond villain until like the very end when it re like mm -hmm. when you realize and you're like, oh, it's Blofeld! Like, oh my god! Yeah. You know, I'd love that kind of like twist on a random ass movie. That'd be so mm -hmm. cool. I'm sorry, Peter. Looking I, at that, you you if you don't know anything about that movie and you see the look of it though, I would want to watch it just for the quality of how good it looked oh it looks yeah. beautiful but yeah. i've fallen into that trap recently mm -hmm. as we all have with that green night trailer mm -hmm. okay i saw that green night trailer and i wanted to watch that movie so bad and so i watched didn't? it you shit on that movie the whole no, time no no i love the green night trailer no no he shit on you the whole time drew he liked I the trailer on you. i love the trailer <laughs> yeah. i saw that trailer and i was like i gotta watch this movie i couldn't get through it i could not get through oh, that no. movie it was such a bore fest. It's a lot. I hated it. I really hated it. Um, I've got to say, though, with this trailer, this is a two and a half minute trailer, and I feel like they've put it's an long. awful lot in this. And it's it's well, the same, like, it's the same James Bond kind of shit that you put in the mm -hmm. trailer. You know, like, stuff explodes, sexy women, badass women mm -hmm. fight scene. And I'm like, yes, I love that. Woman pilot, like, dropping out of the plane. Mm -hmm. Like, so it's dope. I'm loving it. But it's just kind of like, yeah, it's a James Bond trailer, I suppose. What do you expect? I just feel like the trailer could have been shorter. Leave us wanting more. But the end shot, though. The end, end shot, shot though, is so, like, <laughs> you know, it's the, it's the classic. He turns and shoots in a yes. circuit. Like, ah, it's so cool. Yeah, and they've yeah. actually, like, done yeah. it in a tunnel. That's pretty cool for me. I think that's that's pretty, yeah, it's pretty decent. But, uh, yeah, to your point, Pagan, I think we have to, like, and it's something we should probably discuss on another trailer talk a little sure. further. But there are, there are different trailers for different folks, right? So, you know, they have the original. Now they come out with the teaser trailer, which is usually, like, about a minute 20. Yeah. It's short. It's, mm -hmm. It doesn't really give you a lot of plot details. It's more about mood and giving, showcasing you who's in it and, you know, what the, what it looks like. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they usually have, like, a second trailer that's a little bit more involved, a little bit longer. It probably has a little bit more dialogue from the characters, it, a little bit more polished. Usually has, mm -hmm. like, a, uh, a combination of, like, what the first trailer was and gives you a little bit more. And then there's the final trailer, which usually comes about, about a week to two weeks before the before. Or sorry, not a week, a month or a month and a half or before, before release, the movie airs. Yeah. And mm -hmm. that is sort of like the long form final thing. This is all the footage you're ever going to get before this movie comes out, before actually until the TV sure. uh, trailers come out. And the TV trailers usually have one or two more scenes added from cut from 30 second cut downs from those trailers. So those give you a little bit more insight too and more about like hype, the hype that people that's around it. So the final trailer is supposed to be like the bombastic long form 
like this is for if you've been with us this long you're you're, you're going to get a lot of you're going to be shown a lot of information mm-hmm. um so i i hear you so like if i guess if you're a fan of like more getting a glimpse and a tease don't this ever watch for you trailer tra- yeah 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 don't ever watch mm-hmm. final trailers because um, they they are meant to kind of give you a lot yeah a like lot adam yeah. is uh is a is a big James Bond fan hasn't seen anything about this movie is avoiding all trailers including like the um the music Billie Eilish's mm. song for this she, oh, really? he's, mm-hmm. yeah he's avoided all of that because he completely wants to go in with a fresh experience and mm. I am so the same if there's something that I'm really looking forward to a game movie tv show I don't want to know anything about it I don't want any preconception while I'm going into this of what it could be because it just spoils some stuff, you know. I know that's how I pick my wife. Nice, <laughs> that's fair. That's I fair. Just just go in, in, just be like you, you'll do, and it turns out it's Marisa, surprised. and you're like, holy shit, I that was a great choice. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, <laughs> it's a little scary, but me, right? I, I lucked out. I, I mean, lucked out. You did. You lucked look, out. Look at look at the feet first, you know. And be like, okay, <laughs> Yeah, that Drew, Drew just spoke volumes with that comment. Yeah. <laughs> just spoke volumes. Yeah. <laughs> PJ's like, as long as they're topless, I'm happy. That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, More of a bottomless guy, not a topless mm. guy. Uh, well, and I just want to say, like, I, going back to the reinvention, um, I, I, I think this movie might end, might surprise people. Um, I, you know, this has already been leaked, so this is not a spoiler. But La, Lashana Lynch is playing plays Naomi, who is. And in the trailer, he says, uh, mm-hmm. "He says hello, 007." When he's speaking to her, yes. so she is she's actually taken up the new 007 moniker. Heck yeah! But she's not she's not James Bond, right? No. Daniel Craig is still no. James Bond. No. Um, so they, I think they are sort of setting up this idea that like, what does it mean to be James Bond, and what does it mean to be a double O, um, mm-hmm. and or 007? And what if what if they like to PJ's point? Do they kill Bond? They they might. There might be an in- a situation oh. here where yeah, 007, 007 lives on, but James Bond doesn't for a while yeah. like, until they, they reinvent like that. the franchise. So that, be, there could be something yeah. interesting there. Um, so who knows? And with, uh, but it, it, I, again, I, I don't know. You know, like they're setting up a lot of interesting things here, and I don't know if they're going to continue in this. This is sort of like the Daniel Craig series to me feels more like. Christopher Nolan's like Dark Knight trilogy, right? Yeah, Where it's very, very uh, much so. And and if you if you were to reinvent it, you almost have to come back and do go clean again and be like, okay, let's hire Zack Snyder to do uh, a, a new thing because that's that's done. It doesn't it won't look mm-hmm. like this anymore. Sure. So I wonder, I wonder if there is a fresh reboot after this, or they're going to continue in this sort of world. Um, and that's that's uh, I guess we won't, we won't know until the movie comes out and we see it and see how they wrap things up. But. Nice. Okay, you got me for five more minutes, and I gotta go. <laughs> I'm good. I think I've said everything that I wanted to say on this trailer. Stephanie, do you have anything else? I mean, the more I think about it, I feel like I would like a James Bond film to go back. Like, just this is a personal preference. Like, because I like the '60s and I, I like the feel mm-hmm. of that in the movies. Like, I just want another movie to go back to the '60s, and maybe it's like, like a new Bond, but like it was like one before Sean Connery, like. You know, just kind of like that kind of, I think that would be cool. Because I just like period pieces, so I like, <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like that would be cool. Did you see The Man From Nowhere? The new, the uh, new yeah. one, like the, the new film. What was it called, The Man From yeah. Nowhere? No, Man From Uncle, um, is that what it's called? No, not yet. Man From Uncle was a, a TV man from show. Uncle? Was yeah, well, Man From Uncle became a, a film. 
with yeah. uh, with Army Hammer and um, mm-hmm. Henry Cavill. I tried watching that too. Yeah, oh, that's great. I can't yeah, remember. Marissa made me turn it off for some reason. I can't oh. remember where it was from. Much better than. It's uh, actually yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, um, and even Kingsman kind of gives you that vibe. Yeah, yeah, good spy movies. And, like, what they're doing for this new one is, like, they're going back to the beginning, like, when it was, like, first started. Mm-hmm. And, like, I love that. Like, I and I love, like, just, like, Rasputin. Like, just all these, like, very, like, different things. And it's like, oh, that's cool. I never would have thought of putting them in the same room with, mm-hmm. like, dealing with Rasputin. Or, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, of all things. I think that's yeah. pretty cool. I know, you, you know, you, and you all make a good point. I mean, did, did uh, some... Um... Someone just brought up in the chat. Imaginative username brought up Austin Powers, and I wonder did Bond oh. peak? Did Bond peak with Austin the parody? Right, like did yeah, he... that's fair. <laughs> and and it's kind of like did did Star Wars peak with Spaceballs? You know what I'm saying? That <laughs> right, probably not. You know, it's still going strong. Star Wars but... peaked after Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but you're right. Like every time you That's saw somebody, true. any spy movie or anything they had, they had to have that scene where they walk through and learn the new gadgets. I mean, they even did it on uh, Get Smart. On the Get Smart did it, but what was the cartoon? The Incredibles had that vibe. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. when, when everybody's doing that, you peaked. Mm-hmm. You peaked. So I mean, to your point, PJ, maybe there does need to be a bit of a reinvention here, so that so that so something other people wait, 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 stop from. Wait, 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 you said I'm right. Whoa! Wait, what, Whoa. what happened? Right. Did we just did, was there a tech issue? What's going on? I'm recording there. it now. The clarifier, right? Like, because I never <laughs> want to see. Nothing's ever black and white. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me put it that way. And except for the opening of Casino Royale, that's black and white. Um, All right, got two minutes there? to say goodbye. Full circle, bitches. <laughs> nice. Circle. Good way to wrap it. All right, everybody. Thank wait, you wait, once wait. Again. Before we leave, before we leave, yeah. favorite Bond. Go, Stephanie. Favorite Bond. Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Daniel I Craig. Like Roger Moore. I like Roger Moore too. To be honest with you. Oh. Daniel, Pagan Daniel Craig. Hundred percent best Bond. I'm gonna. I'm the weird one. Pierce Brosnan. That's fine. Good Bond. I thought he was fucking up. <laughs> two films or three films. Fucking Why movie. do we listen to this man? Yeah. <laughs> good. Shout out to Taylor. Timothy Dalton as well. Timothy Dalton was pretty good. Why do we listen to Just this say. man? Oh yeah, no, yeah. Timothy Dalton was great. Yeah. Honorable mention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, no one uh, mentioned yeah. Roger Moore. Wasn't there who, somebody who, uh, that did it once? Like he played one and it George, was so bad. Yeah. George Lazenby. George Lazenby. Yeah. 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 Poor bastard. Yeah. Did well, one film. He did. I guess I saw like five minutes of that film and I was like, this is not Bond. <laughs> no. All right, everybody. Thank uh, you once again. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. It was fun. Thanks, everybody. Even with our tech difficulties, we managed to get Yeah, to thanks for sticking through them all with tech difficulties. We will see you all next week. All right, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Are you ready to go down the rabbit hole? The All Things Alice podcast will explore the cultural phenomena of Alice in Wonderland. Frank Bedore, the author of the Looking Glass Wars trilogy, is your host through a wonderverse of interviews from all types of creators as they chronicle the dark yet empowering reality of Lewis Carroll's fantasies and answer the question, what is it about Alice that captivates us still today? The All Things Alice podcast, available wherever you listen to podcasts.